Hello and welcome to the Property Empress podcast. I'm your host for today, Anna Pierce, and unfortunately, as you might be able to tell, it's just me again. Richard really was hoping to come. We were planning on recording together. Unfortunately, his family's not very well, so he's not able to come. So he's really gutted, as am I. So you've just got me this evening, uh, but sending Rich and his family lots of love and lots of happy and healing health happy and healing health yeah why not (laughs) it's just me this evening I'm going to be going through we're going to have a little look back on 2022 and just kind of reflect on what has happened this year it's certainly been an interesting year for the property market and then we've got an even more interesting year coming up in 2023 so we're going to kind of we're going to be focusing on predictions for 2023 so I'm super excited about this because I don't know, it's just exciting because if you have an idea of what you think is to come, then you can make, you know, you can plan your strategy accordingly, make plans accordingly. So very excited for today's podcast. Today is also going to be the final podcast for this series. So we're on season three of the Property Empress podcast, which is just crazy. This is going to be the final one. We're going to have a relatively short break, probably come back in mid-January with season four of the Property Empress podcast. I just can't believe it. When Rich and I first started the podcast, we talked about doing 10 episodes and see how we got on. And I have no idea how many we've done now but I would hazard a guess it's probably I don't know 40s or 50s we've done quite a few episodes and kind of on that note I wanted to say a huge thank you to Richard for a suggesting the podcast particularly as we didn't know each other we're complete strangers Uh, he'd watched my lives and some of my TikToks and he had suggested because he has his own podcast already so he had got in touch and said have you ever have you ever thought about doing podcasts I don't listen to podcasts myself so it wasn't something that I was that was on my radar at all but within about two minutes of like we had a we set up a zoom call and we like within about two minutes of speaking to Richard I instantly just knew that we were going to have some great chemistry and it was going to be a lot of fun and Rich is amazing so I've absolutely loved every single episode Um, and I do miss Richard a lot I really you know I would love Richard to be on every single episode but he's gone through (laughs) a big house move a lot of stuff going on in in his life at the moment so hopefully hopefully in January things will be a little bit more settled and he can come back a little bit more regularly but if he needs a bit more time that's absolutely fine as well but a huge 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 thank you to Richard for being such an amazing friend because we're such good friends now and also just being amazing generally but obviously everything that he does with the podcast because he normally does all the editing we don't really plan to be honest But just being able to bounce off him is so amazing. So I'm just so grateful for him. So like Merry Christmas, Richard, and your beautiful family as well. And just sending you lots of love. And likewise to all of our listeners and now viewers, obviously we're on YouTube as well. But thank you so much, particularly people. Like We get so many messages with people saying, I've just discovered your podcast and they've torn through all three seasons really quickly. So it's just such an honor and it's just so incredible. And I know a lot of you have booked calls with me. You've done my course. Courses, you've done my mentoring so it's so lovely to then meet you in person and you know hear your stories and hear how you're getting on with property so I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who takes the time to listen I feel very honored that we have such amazing listeners and also to everyone who has left us such beautiful reviews on Spotify Apple podcasts so thank you so much I went down a bit of a wormhole I think it was last week and I found all these beautiful reviews and five-star ratings which I just yeah it just blew my mind so thank you so much yeah so thank you because it does help it helps to boost you know we get boosted up the algorithm every time we get positive reviews so it helps us to you know for more people to find us so yeah thank you so much we were also Spotify sent me or sent us 
Lucas summary of 2022, we're in the top 20% of most shared podcasts across the world. <laughs> so that, that was just insane. But that again, that was amazing. And we wouldn't have that without you guys. So thank you so, so much. So that's enough of my love first. But I am, I am truly grateful for absolutely everyone here. So thank you, thank you, thank you. For people who are listening today, I probably should say because it's Christmas, <laughs> I am currently wearing a glitter headband and you can't really see it but a Christmas reindeer top I don't have a Christmas jumper unfortunately but I do have like a very stripy Christmassy reindeer top and I've turned my back lighting into green <laughs> I'm slightly worried I look more like the Grinch than Christmassy but that was my attempt at being festive so if you're interested you can head over to the YouTube version of this to see what it's all about <laughs> but cracking on with the show because I don't I mean I could talk forever about all this stuff but I really want to get to the juicy stuff which is obviously the property stuff I had a little think about what's happened in 2022 and it was really interesting because I was like so much has happened and again I was like when you look back at when we went through the credit crunch I mean not so much the 1990s but certainly when we look at the credit crunch there's such similarities to what we've gone through recently so 2022 really the beginning of 2022 we still had these record-breaking low interest rates that we've pretty much had since the credit crunch so it's been a really long time and we have we're having this huge boom this huge uplift that we've been seeing for the last two or three years and obviously like people are putting over asking price stuff was just selling like the second it came on the market Richard obviously he sold his house during that time and I think he has something crazy like 14 viewings on his house on the first day <laughs> so he did super well so that was really amazing uh I think if you were selling a property like that was that must be nice to put your property in the market and for it to go so quickly but we started the year with this boom market record-breaking low interest rates and all this kind of thing and of course we had the uh, very interesting uh, new prime minister who lasted I can't remember how many days she lasted but it wasn't very long at all came in basically like implied well it's interesting since doing all the bank stuff and learning more about how the banks control the property market. I'm not entirely sure that I don't I personally don't think the prime minister and really even the government had that much control if I'm honest. So I almost feel like she was a bit of a scapegoat. But whatever you feel, she came in. Do you know, I can't I'm thinking of her name. Can't even remember her name. Like that's really bad. She was such a flash in the pan, oh, which I feel awful about. But anyway, we had a new prime minister come in basically announced this crazy plan everything went bananas and yeah it kind of was I think the beginning of things like changing shall we say so what we've seen is obviously and and again we we'd had inflation as well I should probably talk about inflation inflation was starting to go through the roof again the figures that were kind of being talked about was like it was getting I think kind of go, going up and up it got to like nine percent ten I think it was like eight percent nine percent ten percent again little bit having looked into inflation little bit dubious because you know it can be it can the numbers can be fudged a little bit but I mean we know that the cost of living has gone up a lot so the inflation was going up we had all this political unrest and all you know like the Bank of England stepped in and basically the interest rates started going up so the the official line was that because inflation was was at 10% or getting very close to 10% they were like we have to increase increase interest rates to try and slow down the economy effectively which is what they did and the banks kind of went with it they actually went the banks this was I'm trying to think of the timings oh I hope you can't hear me rustling too much I just realized I'm wearing a headband and it's very tinsely if you can hear rustling it's my headband <laughs> anyway 
yeah, I'm trying to think of the timing. I think it was kind of, oh, of course it was September time. So September, it was, I don't know if it was in August, but certainly September, you can see prices starting to come down. Whereas they'd been like, boom, boom, boom. And then it was start, September was the turning point. Like you can see it when you do, when you look on Rightmove, you look at the price changes for properties, you can see September was the starting point. That was when they start putting interest rates up. The mortgage rate, rates went up. The mortgage rates went, there were a couple of things going on. The, the base rates had gone up. So mortgage rates were put up as well, but they went very high. And then the lenders effectively stopped lending. So, and we're still kind of in that phase at the moment. They're offering, certainly last time I spoke to my mortgage broker, it was 70% loan to value, five-year fixed term. And it was like six, basically 6%. You could maybe, he said you could maybe get to 5%, I think he said, if you're buying in your own name. Um, I'm sure there was something else like, oh, lower loan to value, things like that. You could bring it down. But if you're trying to get, normally you'd be going 75% loan to value, two-year term, maybe five-year term. But they were just offering these high rates of five years. So basically saying to people, we're closed for business. So what we saw with that is obviously the more, the, because there was no lending, the prices started to come down. So we started seeing that shift in September and it's kind of gathering momentum. And I think imminently we're going to see the the headlines are going to be prices are crashing. Rah, rah. I'm amazed actually they haven't already started that, but you know, we'll see. Maybe they're kind of putting off to the new year. I don't know. So that's what we've been seeing with the house prices um, and the mortgage mortgages, the interest rates. We also have seen a few things kind of going on in the backgrounds. The EPC regulation is a long term thing. It came in, I think, in 2020. And I think it's going to finish by 2028, I think, if I remember rightly. So although there were no big changes this year, it's still kind of happening, kind of bubbling on in the background. We've also had the stamp duty, which I always find, I always feel like the stamp, so basically it's meant to be 0% stamp duty up to 125 and then 1% up to like 250 or something. They've got rid of like the lower bracket. Um, I don't even know if it's first time buyers or every, I don't even know if it's first time buyers or, every, or everyone. But for me, it always feels a little bit like, I don't know, it always feels a little bit like um, they're just, thro they're throwing us a bone is how it feels. Like it doesn't feel like a serious attempt to actually help the property market. It always feels a bit like something that they offer and they make a big song and dance about, but really it doesn't affect that many people. <laughs> so I mean, it's not really on my radar, but they did technically do that. So I feel like I should mention it. Another interesting one as well that's happened during 2022 that I don't think we've, we might've touched on, but not gone into a lot of detail was the leasehold reform. So that happened in 2022. I can't even remember the date, but they're, they're changing. I think it's basically that um, any leasehold properties, it has to have a peppercorn rent. It can't have, because you have the service charge, you have the ground rents. Um, and actually the ground rent is too high. The property is unmortgageable. But basically the, the leasehold reform is to try and kind of bring some consistency across leasehold properties. And particularly when it comes to uh, extending leaseholds and like the, you know, um, yeah, extending the leasehold contracts like the term. So that kind of came in. Again, it was a bit, it was a bit, um, overshadowed by everything else that was going on but that did happen in 2022 as well so I'm sure there's other things they were the main things that are on my radar and if I've missed anything then please do write in and let us know but 2023 is going to be really interesting here so I want to kind of move on to the predictions and what we maybe some of what we know is going to happen uh, in 2023 and Equally, if you agree or disagree, then feel free to write in. There's going to be information in the show notes so I can get in contact. But yeah, I'm going to touch on a few key things from 2023 that we're expecting. So the 
the big one is really base rates. We're expecting base rates to actually go up again in 2023. So I think that they're still at 3%. The prediction, and this is what I find like mind blowing, the banks predicted months ago that we would go up to about 4%. And then they would start to kind of settle longer term. Like, so the idea is base rates will kind of go up a bit more and then they'll stay quite high. But mortgage rates will be different. So mortgage rates at the moment are basically the banks are closed for business. That is going to stay the banks have predicted that's going to change around uh, Easter time so and then the rates will settle and then of course basically the bank's going we've bought down the property prices you can now buy again because we don't want to completely wipe them out <laughs> so very nice of you thank you very much banks but basically the prediction is that the mortgage rates although the base rates are probably going to stay high for a couple of years the mortgage rates are going to settle a little bit it's going to be like in terms of buying rental properties use mortgages it's going to become possible again basically at the moment it's just not really possible you need we need to wait for the rates to settle a little bit so that's likely to happen in easter the prices are going to keep coming down so what we we saw in in the credit crunch was that it took about a year and a half for prices to really come down and bottom out then they bounced back a little bit and then they they plateaued so probably for the next year they're gonna they're gonna drop the banks are actually predicting that they're gonna drop i think i read actually somewhere that they said four percent drop the banks i think are saying a seven percent i think it's going to be more but then it's the banks orchestrating it so you know, if they're saying 7%, maybe they're only going to allow it to do 7%. You know, we'll see. Time will tell. But I would expect it to really hit 15% plateau, uh, recover and plateau at about 10%. So I think it'll be about 10% drop, but we'll see. But I think most of next year, we'll be seeing property prices gradually coming down. And of course, with that, with the fact that interest rates are high, property prices are dropping, very sadly, we're going to see a lot more repossessions, which I freaking hate. I just think... I think out of everything I have to do with with property, the the idea of being forced out of your own home is just, I mean, it's just devastating. I can't even imagine. So unfortunately, we're going to see the repossessions. And of course, for a lot of people, you know, if you're buying properties, it's a good way to buy like cheap properties and no judgment if that's your strategy no judgment one thing I would say if you're thinking about buying repossessed properties they are actively trying to gazump you so they will market if you have an off if they're on the market for 100 grand say you put in 95 they accept it they'll put on the listing an offer of 95 grand has been accepted if you want to offer higher come and offer higher because they're allowed they're trying to get as much money for the homeowner to obviously repay the mortgage but to if they get extra it, hopefully I think it goes to the homeowner I assume so but they're trying to clear the debts basically basically. So there it's the one and only time actually gazumping is allowed. So if you're buying repossessed property, just know that you could lose even on day of exchange, like literally that happened to us on day of exchange, we were gazumps. And unfortunately, we had a rubbish solicitor back then. And they didn't tell us till two days later. So we were under the impression that we had bought this property and we hadn't, which was which was a bit annoying, to be honest. But yeah, so for me, I'm not overly keen because I know that, you know, gazumpings can happen, but it's certainly a strategy. And in this market, there's not many people buying so you never know, you might get quite a nice little deal. But it's up to you. Obviously, it's up to you. We're also seeing a lot of landlords selling, particularly landlords who don't understand really the bigger market and how to move with the market because rates are high. And I don't know, people just don't really understand that actually this is like a blip. So we're seeing a lot of landlords and particularly portfolio landlords landlord selling. So we're seeing more properties come onto the market. There's less people buying. So that's part of the, you know, prices coming down as well. 
some interesting strategies that are going to be coming in this year or coming back in this year. Direct to vendor, which is what I, it's my absolute favorite strategy for buying houses. So the best way to get like decent priced houses are through auction, direct to vendor and use it and creating or building relationships with uh, estate agents. So direct to vendor, basically there's lots of people who are now going to struggle to sell, particularly if you're about to be repossessed, going to a company that can offer a fast guaranteed sell in return for a modest discount. It might be very appealing. For a lot of companies, they just do flat out 40%, flat out 25%. For us, when people contact us, we have a conversation with them and find out, find a number that works for us and them. And if we can't agree on a number, if it's just not possible, we'll just just give them as much free information as possible and send them on their way. But direct-to-vendor is likely to be coming back. If you're interested in direct-to-vendor, seriously think about social media marketing. We have always had a lot of success with free magazines, uh, like local paper. (laughs) free papers and magazine in the local area that was always how we bought our direct to vendor unfortunately that magazine closed so it's no longer like distributing so we're doing a lot of social media I'm going to be talking about the direct to vendor a lot more this year because it's my favorite strategy and I'm going to be talking about what I'm doing what's effective what's not effective and yeah so if you're interested in that let me know and I'll make sure I focus on that next year Lease options is another strategy that's likely to come back. Again, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it's a way of getting like control of a property and the sale going through at a later date. It's a really interesting strategy that's going to be coming back as well. And finally, um, the other thing we're expecting to see now is over the course of this year, inflation, which is, I don't even know what it is at the moment. I think it's over 10%. We're expecting it to start coming down. The prediction was that it would be back to around 2% um, by January 2024. So again, as the prices come down over this year, and you know the high rates will basically dampen the market then yeah basically inflation should get back to two percent which is the target again I just now that I I know now that I see it it's like the the banks the banks are in control of everything basically and this is what they're aiming for so if the banks are saying that it's going to be at two percent I kind of expect that to happen so we'll see we'll see and they're the main things that we're expecting to happen in 2023 so in terms of buying houses in terms of investing in property it's going to be really interesting market it's only going to be for the next I mean really we're only going to have this in 2023 maybe the early 2024 with this idea of prices coming down and then we'll have a long period beyond 2023 maybe a little bit 2024 we'll have this long period of stagnant prices Um, interest rates will probably come back down again to try and get the economy going at some point So we'll kind of go back to what we're used to until they decide the banks decide that they need to do it again. I don't know. We'll see. But certainly we're going to have like this kind of prices dropping, interest rates being high for the next year, maybe a bit longer. And then we'll have this very flat market, which again, I quite like. I quite like. I don't really like the booming market because I don't know there's less opportunities for what we're doing. A flat market, a market coming down, we can do a lot with, but a booming market, not so much. I'm quite looking forward to the next year and I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys uh, what's going on. If I, again, if I've missed anything, if you agree or disagree, then make sure you write in because it'd be nice to hear from you. And that's it. Hopefully a relatively short, sweet episode to end 2022, to end season three of the Property Empress podcast. Hopefully I'll be back with Richards in mid-January, I would hope, I would assume. Have a beautiful Christmas and New Year. For me and my family, we're actually getting some keys to a new Airbnb tomorrow, so Tuesday, and uh, we should be getting another one the week after, so we're going to be really busy over Christmas. 
But we've got the kids off for four, well, just under four weeks. So we're hoping to have a lot of family time. We'll, we'll certainly try and wind down between Christmas and New Year. I personally really love buying houses around Christmas. But I think this year, you know, we are going to try and have a bit of downtime with the kids as well. This time last year, I was very poorly. So I just want to make sure I don't overdo it this year. And on that note, I would highly recommend you do the same. Take it nice and easy. Enjoy your Christmas. Have lots of family time. And we will see you in the new year. All the information about how to contact us is in the show notes. If you need to contact me, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, where you can message me there. And YouTube, you can also check out my website, propertyempress.com. My Biosletics courses are going to be running once a month for the next six months. So from January to June, I'm actually doing them every month because I just think it's the time, the best time to be buying Biosletics properties. So if you're interested in doing the course, head over to propertyempress.com. And I think that's everything. Have a beautiful day. Enjoy the rest of 2022. And I'll see you in 2023. Bye.